Welcome to yet another episode of Connoisseurs on the Record. I don't know what I'm doing with my hands. I wanted to clap, but I didn't want to hit the microphone. Uh, I'm Ian. I'm Trey. And we are just two guys who have dedicated our entire lives to defending pop punk as a genre, and yet somehow this album still happened. So, when you think of pop punk, who do you think of, Ian? Uh, who is on your Mount Rushmore not, of pop punk? That's not my this question. guy. Oh, my Mount Rushmore. Your Mount Mush Mount, Mount Rushmore <laughs> of pop punk. Who is on it? Uh, my Mount Rushmore would have to be Avril Lavigne is up there. Oh God, I feel like I have to say Blink, even though I'm not a big Blink fan. But because is it like my personal Mount Rushmore? Yeah, so, your personal. Mount okay, Rushmore. I was just thinking of what people of what other no, people just would for say. you. Who just is for me. So Avril. Um, I would cl- I would classify the offspring in there. Okay. And honestly, I feel like as generic as it is, Panic and Fallout Boy, even though their genres changed as time went on, they started complete pop punk and pretty much early Panic and Fallout Boy is what you're trying to yes, say. Like yes, yes, early, to like early, early to mid yeah, 2000s. Fe- fe- fever, yeah. Panic, and then like maybe the first three albums of Fallout Boy. They stayed yeah. pop punk a little longer than uh, Panic did. They did, but they yeah one. But I think they fell harder. <laughs> but they're coming back. They're coming back, and they're they're, they they're putting are. out some good stuff. So I'm if you have if you haven't listened to their new songs yet, you got to go listen to them because yes. those were really good. Now that we've talked about some good musicians, let's talk about today's artist, Machine Gun Freaking Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. Now, Trey, tell me what is your general experience with uh, Mr. Gun Kelly? <laughs> to be honest, I don't have much experience with Mr. Gun Kelly besides. All I know is that he, and again, one of the benefits of this uh, show is that we kind of come into these things without having opinions formed too much, I guess. Like, we'll give this album a chance, uh, and we'll listen to it. And yeah, if we you'll, still you'll, think you'll, Machine give, Gun you'll Kelly, give this album a chance. If we you still will. think Machine Guns, Gun Kelly is trash, <laughs> then cool. But all I know is that he tried to outwrap him in them. That didn't work. Kind of switched genres. And we're, over to the we're pop huge punk stands, so like... Of M and M, not MPK. I was totally good. Yeah, no, the original Stan, where Stan got its got its name. Yes. But no, I was one of those guys where I always said, "Oh, MGK, I thought he was dead." Yeah. Because that's what all the M and M fans were saying, because M and M killed him in that beef. But he switched genres over to pop punk, and I guess he's what dropped two albums, three albums in that genre. Uh, since he's then? dropped two, two in that genre. Okay. But he started. I do know that he started dipping into pop punk on like the last. The like last album, the like last song of his first other non pop puck album. Okay. I need to plug this charger in. For some reason, it's not working. Is it charging? Uh, yeah, plugged in. It says plugged in. So. So I guess we have a faulty. We have a faulty plug here at Connoisseur Studio. I guess we'll have to get our people to fix that. We have absolutely no one. We have no people. We are. Our we have people. not even a person. So we are the epitome of we the people. Yeah. So we are going to dive into his first album as a pop punk artist, Machine Gun Kelly. Mainstream's second album. This is his second album as a pop punk. As a artist? pop punk guy, yeah. He ended. Oh, he, this is most yeah, yeah. He one. ended okay. up having uh, tickets to my downfall before That's right. this. Okay, so second. Oh, album and what was I was pop- and, and what I was trying to say is like he ended up getting into the pop punk genre. He dipped his toes in it. 
uh, using in the last track of his album prior to Tickets to My Downfall, okay. where he did a pop punk song at the end, reminiscent of pop punk of yore, and everybody, and well, not everybody. MGK fans were like, oh, God, this is so tight. And so now he's completely flipped genres. Great. Well, that sucks for the rest of the world, but I'm glad the <laughs> MGK fans are happy. Yes, there um, we go. We haven't opened the album yet, and you're digging in. There you go. Yeah, That's how it's done. I, we shouldn't waste any time because Let I feel like... the dark side flow through I, you. I feel like we're going to dis and, you know, show slight bias if we're not We've careful. been way too positive. Throughout the course of this whole podcast, all the episodes we've done, we've been so positive. Oh, this artist did this so well. Oh, they're doing this so well. I'm tired of being all sappy, chewy, bubblegum nice, okay? I'm, I'm, I am ready to ream somebody. Or maybe he'll prove me wrong. Well, that's the thing. You can always prove you wrong. You never know. Not likely, but you never know. I don't want to be like all the podcasters that diss an AJR album before they actually hear it. Uh, when you gotta compare me to those guys you know what I mean like it, it just so I say we but how much in. AJR do they listen to before dissing it cause I've already listened to some MGK fair enough <laughs> and so I, I already know that what I've heard is trash I say we dive in and we just we, we, we see what we think about it alright yeah how many tracks are on this album this is 16 good night dude yeah this album has 16 oh All my right. goodness I haven't even heard it a second it, of it and I can already tell you it's too long that's what she said I don't know if you were waiting for that. But I, like I wasn't. I, but but <laughs> I, felt, I felt like I had to say it. When I heard you, like, when I heard you sniff, I thought that was you and, like, ex- expectantly waiting, just, like... Just the regular sniffle. <laughs> open the, I opened the door for you. I'm used to, I'm used to Gab doing... My, 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 my wife, I'm used to Gab doing that with me. Whenever she needs something from me or, like, she kind of references something. Leaving that time in the pocket for you to come in with a that's what she said joke. Mm. Like, uh, yeah. I, I, that wasn't one of them, though. I just was genuinely <laughs> saying this is a long album. Alrighty, let's get... Born With Horns is the first song today we're going to be listening to. Born With Horns, okay. Already off to a great start. <clears throat> That's perfect. Yeah. Part one, why is it so hard to live? Part two, I shouldn't have done what I did. Part three, everyone left me alone. Part four, I don't want to live anymore. Yeah. I'd rather be a freak than somebody's puppet. Release your leash, I don't belong in the... I'm sorry, I need to pause already. I'm okay. We're a few seconds in. What are your thoughts? Do you have thoughts yet? Do you have thoughts yet? Because I have some thoughts. Part one. <laughs> Part two. Part, two. <laughs> Part one. This song is trash. Part two. This song is still trash. It's like, I think he hit all of the cliches of pop punk music and in the I first five seconds. Part one, I don't want to live anymore. Part two, things, you know, it's just like, no. One of the things I loved so much about pop punk is the fact that it was raw and it was gritty. Even if it was kind of emo and kind of dramatic, it was still like, you know, it had that kind of attractive roughness to it. He's so auto-tuned. He sounds so, like, nonchalant, like he just doesn't care. Absolutely no conviction, and we're only a few seconds in. Yeah. Ditto. I I didn't even have anything that deep to say about it. I just thought that was funny. I couldn't stop laughing at the the start of the song. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Oh, God. Let's... Let's keep it rolling. I guess we'll keep it rolling, if we must. There's no...
I'm sorry. Was I'm that sorry. the chorus? I guess so. I won't lie. The chorus wasn't that bad. Yeah, the chorus is pretty good, bad, actually. But like, this is the kind of time when I wish I had a very, very uh, crappy pair of headphones. Because okay. these headphones have such good sound quality, and they're not even that good, but good enough sound quality for me to realize how auto-tuned his background vocals are. Yeah. It's like painfully auto-tuned. Like, you might as well do an EDM song at this point. You're sounding like Daft Punk. Can you crank it up a little for me, just, just a little bit more? Can you crank it up so I can hear a little bit better? I don't think I'm quite... It's not coming through quite as well um, on my yeah, sound. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. How much time can I waste constantly feeling the same thing? I started to laugh. I started to laugh when I heard the <laughs> the most the auto-tuned hums, and I was all and, and I was already thinking, "Oh my god, this guy thought this was a good idea." Like it's the most unnatural humming you've ever heard, followed by a screaming goat. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that. I'm not gonna lie, I was vi- I was really vibing at first, like I was vibing and, and like like Shirley said, the chorus was good. And yeah, the rest of the song is not is not it's not great. It's not great. Yeah, very very wannabe punk. You know what I mean? This is what punk would sound like if if a, if a punk rocker never struggled with anything their entire life, basically. That's, that's what MGK. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it sounds like, like he's trying to. He's giving very generic struggles. He's like yeah. a, he's like a modern worship song. Yeah. I think have we heard enough of that first one? I feel like we've heard I, enough of that first one. Yeah, I don't really want to put myself through much more of that. Alright. The craziest thing about this album is that it's totally a, it's totally a pop punk album, but the only features I see on here are like rappers. Unless I'm mistaken. Well, I mean, he, he doesn't. I guess he doesn't want to stray from his roots because you know he was a rapper first, and he didn't do that very well either. Yeah, I wonder how much he had to pay Lil Wayne to hop on this or this fourth song up here, which we'll get to in a second. I mean, I'm sure he has the money for it. I yeah. mean. He must have money if he's willing to gamble with a pop punk album that sounds like shit. True. Next! It's Megan Fox's money, for being honest, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. God Save Me. This is God Save Me. First song, Born With Born. God Save Me, I'm fucked up. <laughs> Felt that, dude. Yeah, yeah. Felt Are that. you now? You die No, he literally he was on the board. He was at the he was at the uh, the the whatever you call it, like a, the the beat pad or the the, 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 beat pad, the drum yeah. pad. The drum He's pad. like, oh, this one sounds cool. The producers like, telling you sure? Are you pro- sure? The producers telling him not to? No, no. But he's going over and he's like, hey, 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 hey. that sounds Gun- that sounds good, doesn't Mr. it? Mr. Gun Kelly, are you sure we should play that one over and over again? Okay, let's let's, let's, let's <laughs> Mr. Gun we're, Kelly. We're only we gotta stop. We gotta stop pausing at six seconds in. This is our. We're gonna never. Well, get he, well, this he thing. needs to stop giving us such great content. Six it's seconds. It's true. In. It's true. But we, we're gonna we're gonna be three God, hours on this, this thing. Guy. Okay, so the song doesn't sound bad, but every single emo punk song cliche he crams into it. 
And I know that, like, not to be insensitive, you know, maybe these are real struggles for him. Like, he was sharing some pretty dark stuff. But my only thing is, it's dark stuff that I've heard in every other, like, angsty pop-punk song. And I just wonder if he's just checking off a list or if he's actually being genuine. And judging by the production and the way that he's doing this album, I'm leaning toward the first one. Personally... I owe you an apology, Mr. Gun Kelly. I wasn't familiar with your game. That song was pretty darn good. Oh my gosh. I like that song. I'm not going to lie. The first part with a little, yeah, that was cringe. <laughs> but the rest of that song, I didn't hate it. I hey, thought no, it was pretty okay, good. Okay, I'll say, I'll good. say that I opened by saying was the song, song itself sounds good. Yeah. The song itself sounds good. Some of the lyrics I just need to, you know, maybe push away some of my pop punk pessimism. Yeah. But, which <laughs> sounds like a really good podcast name. That could be a, its own podcast. The PPP podcast. Triple P, yeah. But, yeah, no, I, it's it's a lot better than the opening track, I will say. Yeah. And sound-wise, pretty solid pop-punk song. Let's, let's move, we'll say we go to the next one. All right. He's one for two so far, which, to be honest, I wasn't really expecting him to be one for two at this point. He's batting 500. Uh, yeah, so let, let, let's just get out all the positive att- attributes while we're here. Um, he's... He's one for two. He's uh half of his songs are great. Exactly half. Yeah. All the songs we know. Let's get let's let's push the good statistics out you before are, they start going. You down. really want us to hate this one. You <laughs> want us to hate this one so bad. I get it. I get it. I really do. No. Okay. I need to share a story real quick. I got way too familiar with MGK's pop punk stuff back when I worked at Chick Fil A about a year and a half ago. Yeah, Chick-fil-A is known for playing exclusively MGK over their uh, restaurant radio, right? Well, if you let me finish the fucking story, <laughs> then you'll know. Hey! But- <laughs> hey! We do not need to earn that explicit label yet. But no, when I worked at Chick-fil-A, I worked back of house. So I was in the kitchen with the fryers and everything else. And the folks I worked with were a big like alternative pop-punk kind of crowd. And losers, as they're called. Sorry. <laughs> Considering that we're both a part of that crowd. Yeah, yeah, I, I can, I can, I can attest that they are, they are losers. Uh, we are. Yeah. Um, people would be able to turn on their music and like put them in cups and use them as speakers while they're, you know, anyone in food service knows that that's a common thing. And they put would your do phone it. in a cup and use it as a speaker. That's cool. How much food services have you worked? Uh, not a second, actually. Oh well, mm, that cool. explains it. That's awesome. It's one of those uh, kind of tricks of the trade. Like a lot of people, I make it sound so top secret, but it's just people want to listen to music on their breaks, don't want to have a headphone in. You find a little to-go cup and you stick your phone in there and it amplifies the sound. Sick. So uh, they do that and the music they turn on is this was when Tickets to My Downfall first came out and it was all they played, including his terribly auto-tuned, pitch-shifted, garbage rendition of Misery Business by Paramore. Ooh, I didn't know that was on that album. Yeah. Gross. And, yeah. So, I already got a bad taste in my mouth listening to his stuff, and the more I listened to it, the more I hated it, and the more I realized, wow, the guy's still going at it because here's a new album. So, yeah, that's where I get my biases from. We try to strip away biases, but some... On the podcast, on the Connoisseur's podcast, we lay our biases down at the feet. Of being fair reviewers, we just lay him down in front of this laptop. As soon as we press play on this album, we we have our our off camera is our pile of biases by our feet. Number three, 
this okay this one has a star on it on iTunes but I think usually means it's which one usually of the more means it's songs. one of the more popular songs it's, exactly it's called maybe usually track three is popular on an album too usually two three five Something to say Butterfly effect from the last three days now I made up my mind this evening I'm taking the last, I'm taking the last Drink while my conscience is free Maybe if we went another way, another way. Who's that? I wouldn't be regretting the decisions I made That's I not MGK Yeah, that's not MGK Hold up, who is that? I got it Hang on, we gotta do some research real quick Though gut reaction? Holy cow he really surprised me with this one. That's a good song. I'm telling you, that's a good song. It is song. a that, that this one is pumping. Like as soon as that riff hit, or like, ugh, that is really good. Like that's really good. That is the lead singer of "Bring Me the Horizon" that oh, you hear in that song. Oh, okay. On that second verse. I don't know a lot about "Bring Me the Horizon." Well, I enjoyed that song. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. It's a W from me. W from you. So yeah. we're gonna go to number four now. This is the one. The first credited feature on this album, at least on iTunes, it's Drug Dealer featuring Lil Wayne. Featuring Lil Wayne. This is this is going to be interesting because this is his former genre mixing with his current genre. Do you think we're going to get any MGK raps in this? I'm going to go yes. I think we'll get, I'll get, we'll get something right. along the lines of rap. All right. I wake up, my head hurts, but she got a couple blunts of Percocets in her purse. I can't front, I want first. If she got the good bag, I'ma pay what it's worth. Hope now, just touched down, I flew it in myself. I just made this sound mine. I sell it out, my back seats recline. I- hey, Trey, wake up, wake up. We're listening to an album. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so you were feeling the same way. I mean, it, it has an okay sound, but it is just, there's nothing interesting about it other than the concept. Oh, and I feel like we can we can at least skip ahead to Lil Wayne's verse to see, like, maybe it redeems the song a little bit. I don't know where it is in the song, but I'm sure we can find it. I mean, it. I, I definitely want to hear Wayne's verse. I think that it, that could potentially be the you only can't polish redeeming a turd. song. That is what they say, so I don't even know if Lil Wayne can save this song. <laughs> But let's let's look forward and see. Sometimes what I feel it. like Lil Wayne. This is how I see about Lil Wayne. Sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes Lil Wayne is just as good as the guy he's featuring with. Sometimes, as opposed to him being worse or better. him being like the star of it. I feel like if he's on a bad song, he's gonna sound bad. I don't listen. Oh, to Oh, you're saying like really. he he he'll play down to an artist level. Yeah, so yeah, the artist yeah. Pretty is much. Dog crap. When Eminem is featured on a song, that immediately becomes Eminem's song, That's and true. he goes above and beyond them. I'll give you that. He never meets other people's levels unless he's with Royce to 5'9". Yeah, that's fair. Uh, compared to Lil Wayne. Yeah. But some of Lil Wayne's own music, especially his older stuff, I mean, you can't deny it's just... Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. On the that's, same level that's as, not this on the same level like as Eminem. Stuff. I'm not, usually thinking of features. But yeah, let's we'll try to find his... Because uh, most of my favorite Lil Wayne songs are songs of his own and not songs he's featured on. That's yeah. just the track record that I think. All right. Let's see if we can find Weezy F Baby's verse. I'm so in love. Wow, well done. Well done. Right on it. Right. 
One thing that I respect about Lil Wayne is that he will adapt. And, yeah. Uh, no, I, as he, soon he as will... his verse started, I was thinking, okay, well, my feature thing is just out the window because... I don't think it's his best verse, but I do appreciate that he at least tried to go with something that fit the song and didn't just do He a... fit the song, but I also think lyrically and like the way he delivered it stole the show from him. Even though it's not Lil Wayne at his best anywhere near it. I still think that his verse is the best sounding verse of the whole thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, again, low bar, but yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. I think <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, it's cool to me that Lil Wayne, he's not just phoning in 16 lines and, you know, calling it a day. Seems like he's actually intertwining himself with the song and the way that it sounds right. and, the, and the way that it was intended to be. The genre, even. I mean, Lil Wayne, I don't know if he ever sounds more pop punk than he did there. I mean, he wasn't yeah. just, again, it was, just, was not just rapping over a beat. At the bridge, he's actually he had the same cadence and the, rhythm that the yeah, chorus had. Yeah, so, so I, he I appreciate really that. Really fitting into it. So yeah, Cra- crappy <clears> song, think, but yeah, I the mean, song itself is crappy, but Lil Wayne does shine on it. So for what it's worth, now we get a thirty-five <clears> second <throat> interview. I don't know if this do we need. Yeah, let's just let's listen to it. I bet it'll be good. What's, What's this, this wall? wall? We love the wall. It's a wall of famous people. Yeah. <laughs> wow, L.A. sucks. <laughs> I can't wait. Are you on the wall, Daddy? Yeah. Ooh. Well, that's cool, because I didn't see that I was on the wall, and I'm a little jealous. That's definitely Pete Davidson. I think the wall's lame, but I want to be on it. Does that make sense? (laughs) Anyway, I hope the next song is a banger. Enjoy Machine Gun Kelly's album. What's the album? What are you going to call the album? Okay, that's cool. He said... Oh, wait, what are you going to call the album? And then it immediately transitions into mainstream sellout. Okay, that was kind of clever. I get it. It was kind of cool. All right. Don't well, you so- love how I was just talking about, I'm trying to remember if I said it in this recording or the recording that we couldn't use. It was either here or it was off the air. We were talking about <clears> But I was talking about how Pete Davidson. it was Pete Davidson, Machine Gun Kelly, and Kanye West are the people you can't get away from. And I said, and normally they're kind of interacting with each other. And then there you go. Pete Davidson literally featured as an interlude on his album. They're apparently great. They're like best friends. Apparently. Oh no, I believe it. Yeah. I mean, you could tell the way they were joking around. So yeah, I can tell they're I can tell they're close. But um, but yeah, I was kind of. I mean, <clears throat> it was just an interlude. I mean, yeah, I mean, Davidson. what else can you say? I mean, you literally can't say. We just got to comment on the Pete Davidsonness of it, and that's it. And then but it was I cool guess, to transition into the song yeah into the, t- the title track. So here we are, mainstream sellout. Addressing everything that we've talked about before we listen to the album about MGK. Yeah. Definitely commentating on how people don't yeah. seem to like that he joined yeah. the scene or whatever. And Some of the things he said, now. I was over here nodding like, well, I mean, but realize, yeah, I'm pretty much the person he's singing to. Yeah. I'll give it I'll give it a thumbs up for the fact that he's telling the truth, but his voice is annoying, so it's a thumbs yeah. down. On that it's the auto-tuneness of it. Like, I know that he's not the first pop-punk artist to auto-tune. Auto-tune's been around since the 90s. He's nowhere near being the first one. But, I mean, it just sounds so bad on him. Yeah. Like, you can tell they're really having to compensate his voice. And if you've seen any of his live performances, you could see that, yeah, he... They haven't, he and needs, I never will. He but... needs a lot of auto-tune. Yeah. But... Oh. You haven't been to an MGK concert before? 
over my dead body. <laughs> Shocker. I figured you would have like been to at least three by now. Yeah, his performances live are just... I've heard... I don't know if you've ever heard him do a cover of a... Oh, my goodness. It's a System of a Down song. System that's down the song. performance that I keep thinking of. Yes. Because that's the one thing of his I've seen live. It is one, of the, is it is one that, of the worst things I've ever heard in my life. It is terrible. He has a cigarette in his hand. like just shows that he is not taking it seriously no. at all. I actually watched a vocal coach pick his performance apart and just raked him across the coals. Like, what are you even doing? Yeah. But I, I, I think that one was pretty... You know, self-explanatory. I mean, and again, yeah. I do appreciate that he. It's very on the nose, like pretty much. And you're like, oh. he's aware. He's at least he's aware. Yeah, he's aware. He's self-aware. Like, like if he's nothing else, he's, he's self-aware. Just, he's relevant, but just barely. Oh jeez, let's go to. Oh wow. Let's go. Makeup sex. Oh yeah, what a great title, makeup sex. Okay. Screaming when we fuck. Screaming when we fight. Yeah. Even when I'm drunk, you're my only type. Yeah. Flying cry. Ready to die. Okay, I never thought that I would use this word when uh, defining how a Machine Gun Kelly song sounds, but the composition of it is so much more like advanced and interesting. I wouldn't say advanced, but it's a much more interesting song to listen to with like the little pause and like the little interlude of like the three voices or whatever, like. It definitely has some things that make your ears go, "Oh, okay. This is this isn't as cookie cutter as the past few." Yeah, I. I mean, bad. I, I mean, I don't, think, I don't think it's that bad. No. I mean, the lit. I mean, I do. Li- I do kind of want to keep hearing this one though, because the second verse sounded like I couldn't tell if it was a, a different artist that was singing the second verse. Or oh no, let's see. Chaos, I love toxic, I love wreckage, I love falling pictures, taking pictures, cropping it hard lately. I'm exhausted. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Black Bear is everything that I think MGK wants to be. I love Black Bear. I need to listen to Black Bear. I don't know anything about Black Bear, honestly. Again, I think Black Bear is just... Again, they do a good bit of songs together. Yeah. In fact, I I believe they have one called... I think I have heard their names said together. My ex's best friend, I think, is... I can't remember if it's Black Bear's or MGK's song, but that's them together, I want to say. Okay. Um, But it's very popular. I think he brings the best out of MGK on every song that they do together. And this is an example. I've of that. noticed, and yeah. I and I like that verse. Uh, I think again, I I just I'm partial to Black Bear, so I think. So that is might this be kind of Black Bear's genre? He's more on the punk rock side, or does he just kind he, of? He's pop punk. I'd say more pop does. punk, not punk rock, but yeah, he he's definitely not as heavily instrumental as MGK is. As yeah. You hear a bunch of the very stereotypical like sounds of the early 2000s punk rock in these out. You don't really hear that in Black Bear's music, but. Um, yeah, I think I think I think they're very similar in what they're going for. Black Bear just does it a lot better. I would uh, say. Yeah, yeah, I would say. Oh boy, good combo though. It was a good. Song. <clears throat> this next one I have heard of. I've actually heard it on the radio, and I saw a lot of people using it or abusing it on TikTok. Hmm. Emo girl. Okay. Have you heard this one? I have not. No. Oh boy. Makeup by the mirror in her bedroom. Thigh high fishnets and some black boots. Takes pics with the cherry red lipstick. Says she only dates guys with the big. Mm. I fell in love with the needle. What was he gonna say then? What was he gonna say? It was it was it, 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 it was supposed to rhyme with like ick stick I, or something. What I was just, he gonna say? I hate when artists do that when they leave out a word and I can't figure out what they're. I trying honestly, to say. have no idea. It takes like, me, takes and, and this is the explicit version, and he ended up censoring it. Now we're gonna have to guess this whole time. Oh, it's just God, annoying. he just oh my God. 
I'm sorry, can we? Oh, oh, you're feeling it. Oh, no. Okay. okay. I apologize. I, 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 I was just saying, all I want is an emo girl. I get it. I get it. I ain't saying I condone it, but I understand. I get where you're coming from, Mr. Gun Kelly. We've all thought that once in our lives before. For me, you know? I th- for me, I think it's just a matter of... You're married. It doesn't count. <laughs> well, the fact that and the, just the fact that it's kind of a corny thing to say in a song, though of course it's also pop punk. Maybe I should lower my standards. You should for sure. Oh boy, I All do right. want to hear. It says it says Willow Smith is in this song, so I'd like to hear her verse also. Oh, okay. I take it back. Wait a second. Pause this. Am I getting this right? I don't want to say this wrong. This is Willow Smith, right? It says Willow, but. I want to make sure this is actually like Will Smith's daughter, Willow Smith, because I don't want to be, I don't want it to be somebody else, and I'm mixing it up. Yep, this is Willow, Willow Smith. Ew, that was gross. That's that's <laughs> disgusting. I don't know that. Those noises were not good noises. I just, I was not a fan of that at all. I do want to hear. Let's let's you play the hear rest. Some let's more? play let's the hear rest. Some more. Sorry. <laughs> kiss me, kiss me, choke me or something. Holy f! I'm bleeding on your blink tee. That is the most just shoehorned emo. No, I don't ever... like that. That's just terrible. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> that is horrible. That should no. Get this. This is absolute garbage. Get this out of here. This is the worst song in the album so far, and it's not even close. And this is a single. This is the one that got like a it's lot of radio play. Probably just because of the feature. Went viral get... on TikTok. This is this is crap. This is just utter crap. <laughs> I don't like this at all. Oh boy. Alright. I think they just he just released all the singles with other artists on them to track their fan bases, but Willow Smith, you feel like you can do better than this, man. I just I don't know if you're making this kind of music now, but Stop if you are, please. Oh my gosh. All right. Let's let's uh going past emo girl. What a gem of a song that is. I will never listen to that ever again. Going into 5150. Okay, is um, MGK as suicidal as he comes across in his pop punk songs? Because if so, he needs to talk to somebody. Seems like every single song has been talking about him almost blowing his brains out. I, I don't know. I feel like maybe he's trying to like. I feel like he's trying to capture some sort of audience. That's what I'm thinking. Which, which is what I was saying earlier. Like I feel like he's just marking off a checklist. So yeah. if he's saying that and not being genuine, I think that might make it worse. But. Maybe I'm just thinking too morally. A lot of artists, well, a lot, a lot of artists will create a like narrative, create a storyline situation where they're not necessarily that's true. feeling maybe, what maybe they're feeling. Maybe this song saying isn't is, about him. Maybe that's what I'm saying. Like maybe there's yeah. like a maybe this. There saying, I am seeing stuff at face value again. Maybe he's like saying this is it could be about anybody. Maybe it's not personally about him. Maybe it is about him. Either way, I think this is just I, I, I'll I'll mark it off as a a story from a third as person's a narrative. perspective. Yeah.
honestly, it's a pretty inoffensive song, honestly. I mean, as far as it comes to the way it's produced, obviously I was going on and on about those lyrics. But as far as sound-wise, it's pretty much just, you know, just pop punk. Just... I, wonder what, I wonder what 5150 means. I've actually heard 5150 mentioned in a song before. 5150. Oh, 5150 is the number of the section of the Welfare and Institutions Code which allows an adult who is experiencing a mental health crisis to be involuntarily detained for a 72-hour psychiatric hospitalization when evaluated to be a danger to others or himself or herself or gravely disabled. There you go. Okay. That's a very long description. <laughs> Inoffensive is the best way I could describe it. Yeah, it was just there. It wasn't bad. Yeah. It was great. It was just it's a song. Okay. Confession. This next one I have heard. Okay. Uh, I've heard it on the radio and gonna be honest when i listened to it i didn't completely hate it this okay. one's called paper cuts signed a deal i got paper cuts they wanted them but they got us yeah yeah there it is again that's the part of the song that i just kind of cringe my way through <laughs> but yeah yeah we gotta get a uh, uh. count going on in here <laughs> We do. Uh, <laughs> Where we got to turn? <laughs> We're gonna turn that into a button. I'm a little bored. It's just kind of just <laughs> yeah. Kind of put me to uh, sleep. Not gonna yeah. lie. Imagine listening to an alternative radio station, maybe then play like an old Green Day song, followed by like some Blank or like maybe even Mr. Wives or something, then follow it up with this. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it is it is a total vibe killer when it comes on the radio. The you know song what? itself, I wouldn't say it's the worst. I think there's a perfect way to describe this song. Mid! Yep. Very mid. That that checks it out. It's a very mid yeah. song. Nothing really special about it. It's not the worst thing in the run. Nothing I've ever heard. to write home about. It's just flat out mid. Mid. It is just very mm, <laughs> mid. I won't remember what many of these songs sound like because they all sound so no no so no. Boring. I'm not gonna. I I don't think I'm gonna come out of this knowing any MGK songs by heart. Oh no, <laughs> not, not a chance. This is called World War Four. Well, technically WW4, but yeah, that's we all know what it means. I hear too many interviews from these artists in the news speaking on my name. Who honestly, like, what artist that's doing their thing is honestly concerned about MGK? I'm sorry, I've never once heard an artist besides that Eminem beef in 2017 or whatever that was. Like, who's talking about MGK in the business? You know what I mean? Who cares in enough the business, about yeah. Gun Kelly or Mr. Gun Kelly to be in the news talking about him? That's my question. This just feels like he's... I think he's just delusional about that. I, don't, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> but like, when's the last time you heard an artist be like, yeah, man, I can't stand that MGK, man. He's just... He freaking sucks. Or, yeah, man, that new MGK album was awesome. I look up to MGK. When I go into the studio, I try to think, how can I make my music sound as good as MGK's? Nobody talks about him. Nobody really cares. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, nobody cares about MGK. I'm not trying to be not trying to be rude. His fans care about him, I'm sure. 
and I'm sure his friends care about him, but like no one in MGK is not up for any Grammys. MG, MGK is not up for any awards, you know, besides whatever the Razzie's equivalent of, for music is. Like, the, no one cares about MGK. I'm just saying, I just heard that lyric and it kind of threw me off because, like, who's really out there in the world, in the news, talking about MGK to, to the public? To any, to any wrestling fans that are in the audience, we call that a shoot. We yeah, call that a promo. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying. You were like, just you you were you were, you were just shooting hard. It just doesn't MGK, make any sense. Bro. Like I'm just saying. I mean, no, you ain't wrong. Like, when's I, the last time a, a rapper? When did Kendrick Lamar ever go in and be like, "Yeah, man, let's say anything about MGK"? Half of these people that you probably pattern your music after. I'm not. T- I know MGK's not listening to this. Half of the people <laughs> that MGK probably patterns his music after and tries to be like have no idea who he is, has never MGK, heard, have never heard a song by him in their life. Please write a diss track on us. Please. That would be the big break that we desire for. Like, make, yeah, it, make okay, a diss yeah. track on us, make, yeah. and then that would attract all the, uh, like, that, I don't care what kind of fans we attract, we would I, get I'm traction. Not even, I'm not so. even really trying to diss, like, this. to be honest, I'm just being genuine. Like, Yeah, I'm just being genuine, who really, man. Who I mean, talks about? Like, who talks about MGK? That's big. You know what I mean? He's just—he's not that guy. He's, you're not that guy. Pal. Ever heard of the never-ending? Ever, ever heard of the never-ending story? He's the—he's the nothing man. Yeah, yeah. So he's—he's he's, he's he's just—he's just nothing. He's just there. You know what I mean? You're just there. You're like, you just yeah. The only reason, to be honest, the only reason you're in the news so much is because of it. I'm not talking to NGK. Why? I need to stop. <laughs> I'm not. I'm using you no, and like please. second person pronouns. Hey, if this is if, man, if this is what helps you through it, then just no. I'm just saying the only reason he's in the news so much is mainly because he's with Megan Fox. Yeah. The only reason his music really gets popular is because a lot of people make fun of it, and he has a pretty religious, or pretty religiously dedicated fan base. If we're being fair, yeah, I won't discredit that. And you know, I'm just saying. I mean, all that from that one lyric, but like, come on, dude, no one's talking about you like that, like. <sighs> Also, side note: This song is a minute and eleven seconds long. Why? Why? It's not a. That's hardly a song. That's just. <laughs> that's just a ringtone. It's at that barely point. a concept. No, it's just a ringtone. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm really getting. I'm this. That that made me that go got off you for high. some reason. Yeah, I don't that know. Really? Why, I don't know why. I don't know why it got me so <laughs> intense, but it did. I love it. <laughs> yeah, let's just skip over to A. All right, A. This is apparently popular too, though. It's got a star next to it, so. I think he put this on the wrong ch- album. Guest produced by the Chainsmokers is what I was going to say. He, he, I think like. I think he put this on the wrong album. This sounds like something that the MGK of two albums ago yeah. would do. I, don't, I wasn't. I mean, I mean, the beat isn't terrible. It's yeah. just not. Uh, let's just let's let's keep, yeah. keep listening. Only playlists I like are the sad ones. Yeah. I let the medicine in. I know it don't help in the end, but I got depression again. I had a meeting at seven. I skipped it and slept and then woke up at seven p.m. I like this one. I like this song. I do. I mean, I mean, it sounds good. Like sounds good enough. I don't know, man. All these emo tropes. I think it's just the way he delivers them. He delivers them with such little emotion. No that it makes me it, think yeah. no conviction, so it makes me feel like it's very disingenuous. Fair enough. I mean, still the song itself is all right, but I mean, I guess I. To be I, fair, he was kind of spitting for a second there. I ain't gonna lie. He, he was, was not gonna lie, not gonna lie. Give him his credit. Whether genuine or not, he did have good delivery there. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. Did you hear that? Boy? Hey, hey. Did you hear that? 
flicker? Nah. Keep playing. You know what that means. When I'm this high, when I'm this high. Oh! Every time you hear that flicker, that, like, you know, the, the way it's going. That's his little tag. Every verse. Too fucking high. Sound like a good school. Higher than Sorry. No, that's fascinating. I didn't. I know that producers have tags, well, but I didn't know that Lil yeah. Wayne had a little calling card. It's when like he's about it's to... like the flicker. I'm, I don't know why I said blunt, but it's like I'm assuming he's lighting a blunt. But yeah, yeah. I figured uh, it's like it's. If you go back to like right at the middle, right on, yeah, like right there. All right. You can't say I itchy. I cut my and hair just like Britney. Something pixies. Wipe my nose because it's itchy. That's, that's no, he said like it's itchy. Like it's I think itchy. he's referencing doing cocaine. Okay, but at it's the same just, time, just not he, he, he does not sound. No one can say itchy and make it sound hard. No, not another like chance. it's itchy. No. <laughs> it's a full moon. What a gush rooms. I'm too fucking high. Sound like a good school. Higher than Jehovah. I'm too fucking high. Sounds like a good school. <laughs> That's such nice. a Wayne lyric. I, it, it, it's funny, but it's such a Wayne lyric. Sorry. I'll be frank. That was a garbage Wayne verse. That was yeah. Not a good Wayne verse. That was not. Yeah. No. I don't know what that last line was. Trying to throw a Guns and Roses. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, no. He's. I'm disappointed. He smells just, like Guns and Roses. Something like that. Nose itchy. You know. Guns. I don't know. It's just. <sighs> That song didn't need Lil Wayne in it. That's the problem. It was actually a decent song. I, I really wish he just kind of done his second verse on his own. And that's uh, disappointing. I was really enjoying that one. The first verse was good. Left M it the way it MGK, was. MGK, one thing you need to do is you need to seriously. All right, let's head to the next song. All right, we got four songs left. Let's see if he can finish strong. Buckle in, everybody. This is called Fake Love Don't Last. Recording. Yeah. I watched a movie scene, got deja vu, cause the antagonist looked just like you. I want you to know the fake love don't last, so go ahead and pose like that, and pose like that. I, I wanna, I, I. Okay, we need to do some research. Who are some of MGK's exes? Cause this sounds like he's talking about someone very specific. He said a post like that. He said he saw, I'm reading it very literal, how he saw a protagonist on TV who looked just like you. Did he used to be, like, with a, like, a TV star of some sort? I need, I need to figure this out, because this can't just be some generic, um, breakup song. I really think that... Dang, he's got an extensive list of exes. Oh, Holy no. crap. Does he have the Pete Davidson list? Hang I on. I think him and Pete Davidson are passing some of these back and forth. I got you. Summer Ray, which I feel like everyone in Hollywood's tapped that at least. Once, you know what oh my I'm God! Megan Fox the is obviously is obviously they're currently together. Noah Cyrus, Kate Beckinsale, which I don't blame the man for that one. To be honest with you, Amber Rose, Halsey, don't blame the man for that one either. For being real, and I don't know who Emma Cannon is. That looks like it might be someone who he knew back way back in the day, like when they were. Yeah, I, I I'm looking at this picture of Emma Cannon, and she's at the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards. Apparently, they were a lesser known relationship, like probably his one relationship that didn't go public, or super public. Maybe it is just a generic thing, because I don't know if any of those folks are like TV stars. Maybe I'm just reading into it too much, but either way, he got uh, game. I'll give it to him. He yeah, I mean, that's what happens when you're famous and I guess just famous. I mean, maybe he, he must be 
Same thing I think about Pete Davidson. He must be really funny. Like an extremely like riot of a human being to bag these kinds of women. Or it could be something else. Maybe because the girls are looking for drugs? And they go yeah, wherever the drugs are at? Yeah, yeah, it's keep the drugs. Going. Yeah. Why is that worse than what I was going up than what I was insinuating? because he's talked about drugs a lot and a lot of the women he's with kind of look kind of drugged out i'm sorry i was thinking it might be something else that he has that women like okay yeah i get it he has to wear very baggy pants i get it yes okay just wanted okay. to make sure yeah we're yeah we're, we, we're on the same page we can, hey this is a pg-13 podcast okay <laughs> if i'm not mistaken i saw mjf do a fake little uh mouth motion on television last night no you, you saw it and that's uh, yeah. a TV fourteen show. Sha- Shawn Michaels used to do that. So, yeah, so yeah, yeah so I think we, our, our we're pushing the envelope. This is the attitude surely, era. Of podcast. Shirley is the only person watching this right now, and she gets this for me every time we hang out. So I think she gets it. <laughs> All right. Enough. Also, Shirley said she kind of likes this one. I believe she's talking about things, and I do too. And in fact, I, mean, I would like bad. to. I would like to keep listening. You do to this want to keep listening? Okay. There is a second verse by somebody else. Okay. Said she didn't wanna go too fast cause the money made her push that gas found someone to trade her love for cash oh it's a great song do you know uh do you know who that was who was that on feature ian dior you ever heard of him yeah ian dior i don't know if that's how you pronounce it no this guy right here he's in a lot of songs he's in a good bit of popular songs actually i think ian dior this guy yeah this like I don't know who this song is. He's featured on one. Oh, of the he's in that song. Why are you always in the mood? That one. Yes, that's the one. Yes. Yeah. This guy right here. I sound like my wife trying to sing a song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like that nearly song. fourteen million. Thought that was awesome. Time. One of the best ones on the album so far, in my opinion. All right. This next one is one of our favorites. Dying in L.A. Oh, this is Dying in California. Oh well, look, same concept. Uh. Oh, it features This is Gunna. actually quite sad. Two-thirds of the features on this song are in jail. Oh, well, that's upsetting. That's tough. And the most surprising thing, MGK Why isn't are... one of them. <laughs> no, well, who's who's the third feature is my question. Um, I'm going to guess. Let's guess. Let's guess. We can't see it. I'm going to guess that fu- future would very much close that lineup perfectly. Not going to lie. But I don't know... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm very curious. All right, let's see. Killed me, I used to be. I might die in California. In my mind, I had a dream. Saw a demon on my shoulder. Yeah, I know. I should probably let it go. Yeah, I know. I might die in California. I'm sorry, the song says featuring and Landon Barker. Probably Must right. be related to Travis Barker, the so. producer of this. Yeah. It's gotta be. Oh goodness! All right. Ain't gonna be missing me. It's gonna be chaos when it come out to my royalties. I keep this still like Mr. S, and that's by any means. Watch out for us. Watch out for cars that can fit anything. I don't need a. I don't need you. No, no, no. I pray on my knees and I stay strong. Taking my family on that low. Killed me. I used to be. Oh my nice. god! It is such a snoo. His verse specifically was such a snoozer. Whose verse? The guy who was just droning on. Hey, I hey, guess. hey, hey! Let's be nice. Let's be nice. That was a good verse. I, I thought mean, he delivered pretty well for it. Was fun, but it was just. Uh, That's... 
Teach that, Ron. I would like to hear Young Thug's verse. All though. right, let's hear it. Push came gray like a granny. Down in the lay out of OD on 20 Zannies. Oh, she my baby, she my wife. She trying to kiss her while we ride. Why? We about to fuck around and die. Fuck around and die. Living in the hills, got a high. Now she trying to hide her spine. Killed me, I used to. Okay. It's a, a good song. I like that one a lot. That, that, that verse was decent, but oh my goodness, he got kind of goofy at the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> he was in a silly, goofy mood in, yeah. the, in the end. But, I mean, it, it ain't terrible. It's he just some good features, man. I don't know how he does this. He can't keep getting away with this. Like, how he, does he do this? He has. He knows all the right people. He's got connections. He's, yeah, it's called it's called networking, my bro. And yeah, he does somehow he, he does it pretty darn well. What's the last... Two songs we got. Yes. Did I say Sad and Nancy? Sid and Nancy. Sid and Nancy. Okay. When I think of Sid, I just think of that kid from Toy Story. I think of I think of Sid from Toy Story, and then I also think Sid Vicious, the old wrestler. I don't know who that Sid is. Sid Vicious slash Psycho Sid. Okay. I'll have to look at some, some he, of his old stuff. <laughs> He, he's 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 a character. I knew a girl who wear my t-shirts when she went to sleep at night. She makes sure I'm breathing in the morning. We were locked inside a room. I ate a pill, shade like the moon. Put it on your tongue, mouth like she wanted. Okay, I found out why it's called Sid and Nancy. Okay. There's a movie called Sid and Nancy that came out in 1986. Following the breakout, following their breakout success in England, flagship punk rock band The Sex Pistols venture out on their first U.S. tour. Temperamental bassist Sid Vicious didn't know that the wrestler stole his name from him. No wonder he probably got changed to oh. Psycho Sid. Uh, takes his troubled girlfriend Nancy Spungen along for the ride. Along the way, the couple's turbulent relationship. Dot dot dot. Played by but, Gary Oldman, isn't that the guy who plays Commissioner Gordon in Batman? Might be, but so. yeah, no, I guess, uh, I guess let's keep listening. I mean, this, I mean, it tells an all right story. There's some all right, um, mid, oh, uh, mid, mid, mid. I mean, there is nothing, nothing Mid. impressive about that song at all. The vocal performance, not that I'm expecting Freddie Mercury from this guy, but vocal performance, there was none. It's not a and bit it, of a role there. I was kind of disappointed. I was like, he's got a couple yeah, of but this, up a couple this of is one ones. of those. I was talking about that one verse in the last one, droning. This is a droning song. Just, it just sounds like the rest of the It just sounds so... Yeah, you can't distinguish it from the rest of the album is what I'm trying to say. It's like, it sounds, sounds like, so hey man... This could have been, you could you could have pretended this was track two that we listened to a long time ago, like an hour ago. I would have 100% believed you, not said a word about it, just because every so many of these songs sound like carbon copies. Of I feel like other. the conversation was, "Hey man, we got we we promised uh, we promised the uh, record label a 16 song album." It's like, "Oh man, well, I haven't been able to get my guys to write more than just that." It's like, "All right, let's get in there, just make." Whatever you think punk rock sounds like, let's do that, and I'll just put some lyrics over it. Yeah. And then just imagine everything I'm saying is auto-tuned, and that's probably how the conversation went. Yeah, this song just does not need, this is this album does not need 16 songs, I don't feel like. Just, no. It could have done 10, and we'd have been fine. Uh, yeah. But, but that being said, we have reached the light at the end of the tunnel, or no. at least almost. 
Now, how do we think this one's going to sound? Because as we pointed out in the last episode, a lot of these ending songs to albums tend to have the same kind of acoustic slower vibe. Do you think he's going to go with that? Like a storytelling, slower, more chill, maybe acoustic guitar type of song? Or you think it's just going to be like the rest of the album and sound very similar? I feel like the uh, the title, t- uh, Twin Flame, could be taken in a more like mellow manner. Okay. So... I mean, yeah, I guess it could lean that way. Is that what you're thinking? I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say it's going to sound much more similar to... I think it's going to be like a hardcore ending to the album. I think it's going to be like a very upbeat one. See, That's I feel I like guess. it's going to be one or the other. I don't think there's an in-between because I doubt he would end on a song like Sid and Nancy. Yeah, so mid. All right, let's take a gander. It's been six days since the last time I saw your face And you asked my sign, I told you mine I questioned why, and you said everything's aligned You're too good for me I'm too bad to okay I'm too sad, lonely I want you only Okay, here's my thoughts on this one this song would be incredible if someone other than MGK sang it. Because the writing of the song and the lyrics and... It's just a very simple but very heartfelt song. Thing is, though, when MGK is faux singing it with his auto-tuned, unnatural, overproduced voice, the soul of the song is kind of lost. So if this song were sung by anyone else more organically... I think it would be, it's already one of the more, to me, I think it's one of the more standout songs on this album on its own, but it would be a standout song in general if someone better sang it, in my opinion. I'm actually going to completely disagree with you. Really? I think that, well, I think that, I think how raw it is. I mean, yeah, he's not the best singer in the world. And I think we've been talking about this entire album, you know, is he really struggling with the stuff he's saying he's struggling with? Is the stuff that he's referencing in his songs actually stuff he's experienced or is he just putting himself you know into a narrative into a story this kind of sounds like he's i think i i can't tell for sure because this is the first time hearing the song it sounds like he's met a girl who i can imagine is not necessarily involved in the lifestyle that he chooses to be involved in not as crazy he i'm too bad for you you're too good for me that's basically what the song seems to be about I like it. It seems like it's very much from the heart. It seems like it's not MGK just writing about whatever, you know, your flavor of the month pop punk topics might ever it might be. It seems like he's actually digging deep into himself for this yeah. one. So and I And I mean, I don't disagree. I, I mean, lyrically, I really love it and it it, it is lyrically raw. My only hang up about the song is the way MGK delivers it and his his auto-tuned voice. I think it's just me that it's just so hard to listen to and so hard to take seriously, but the lyrics themselves, which is why I said this song would be incredible if someone other than MGK was singing it, because the song itself and the rawness of it, I kind I can of make the rawness of his vocals. As well. Oh, you mean the rawness of his vocals? Like I think, oh, yeah. Okay. I, I mean, like I said, I completely misunderstood. Yeah. Like I said, it doesn't. I mean, so- I don't see that, but I mean, like I said, it doesn't sound amazing. I think MGK would be the first person to tell you. He's not the most amazing singer in the world. The Lord knows his listeners will be the first one to tell you that. Like we're, we've been telling you this whole time. But yeah, I, I I appreciate this one. I think this one's, I don't know. This one this one just hits, it hits it hits a soft spot. You know what I mean? I think he, yeah. I think he did well with this one. And I I don't think a song like this, where you're just kind of pouring yourself out there. It's the last song of the album. I think you can excuse a bit of a, 
vocal imperfection. You know what I mean? It doesn't I have guess. to be perfect. Yeah. Like I said, it's raw. Yeah. It's from the heart. Right. So. too bad of an ending it was beautiful that Where was actually on? pretty darn good I'm, I'm hitting it hold on yeah i'm hitting it oh he's about to hit it banger oh that was a banger i'm not gonna lie I, i'm a sucker i for did kid. not think that button was gonna get used today. I, i'm a I forgot it was there for a little bit i'm not gonna lie but i was not gonna lie i love i'm a sucker for good album closers as you know i love no, this good same song for me. that closes same an album me. and that one that one was fantastic gotta start strong gotta end strong yeah this one ended strong more than it started strong yeah but. for sure but that was a good. That was a really, really good song. That was actually probably about the only song where I didn't have to question whether or not he was being genuine. Yeah. Like he lyrically and like you can tell he actually put a lot more thought and time and effort into this one. That was awesome. I, I was not expecting to have so many. At least a decent handful of those songs where I actually enjoyed them. I will say that one point during the uh, song, it made me start thinking of. Um, when it, when they added the phone call in the middle of it, yeah. like him talking, made me think of another song by um, by rap legend Hovey Benjamin. Name sounds familiar, Hovey Benjamin. He's the Send Bob's guy. Oh, at the Bank Mino concert that yeah. we yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Slash thirty two oh five hip hop radio. And this is usually the part where there's like a vague voicemail from a girl thrown in. Hey, sorry I missed your call. It'd be nice to talk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I forgot about that. Tell me who made this beat. Hovey Benjamin made this beat. Sounds a lot like MGK, to be honest. I'm not going to lie to you. They sound very similar. It does! He's got a sound. That kind of... Sad boy auto-tune rapper. But we got business to take care of. <sighs> we made it to the end. Never thought we would. I mean, I can't... Okay, hang on. I don't... I was a little harsh. I was a little harsh in my prior critique. Yeah, you were. I... A, 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 A. I acknowledge my flaws, B. but at the same time, I'm not going to sing his praises. Okay, fair enough. He carried his own he carried his own better than I thought he would in this album but I'll tell you right now with the exception of maybe a couple songs I don't see myself revisiting this and I don't think I'll put it on like my my steady pop punk rotation there will be a couple songs I add to my like songs from this one Twin Flame that's right oh yeah I like the one with Gunna and Young Thug I like the one with Black Bear Makeup Sex that one was good I think I like. Did I like God? I think we like God Save Me too. I think maybe. Yeah. I can't even keep up at this point. There were enough songs on the album that I did not that I did not hate that I actually enjoyed. Yeah. There was I, only one or two real bangers, but it it was not as bad as I was expecting. I it to wouldn't be. outright say I hate this album because I don't. I hate the production of it, but okay. because his auto tune, I just cannot get behind. No matter how many times you wallop me over the head with a hammer i'll still not like the sound of it okay but the songs themselves i mean there were a couple stinkers on there like not, not gonna sugarcoat that some of the songs just outright sucked 
but it was a different suck to mid to good ratio than I expected. I would say a majority of the album is mid. There are maybe two or three standout songs, and the rest of them are just kind of junk. But that's that's a better track record than I was thinking he was going to have going in. Well, we got to rank them. We got we to rate it, I should say. And I'm thinking we got two options here. Bleach Blonde Hair Drops or, blo- or Blood Smoothies. It's up to you. Blood Smoothies. That's gross, so I'm picking that. Okay, Blood Smoothies out of... Do we do five or ten? We do five. We do five. I do five. You That's do five right. for out, a total of ten. Out of five blood smoothies, how many blood smoothies do you give MGK's most recent album, Mainstream Sellout? I'm going with my gut, and it's going to sound harsh, but it's not as harsh as I was initially going to be. I'm giving. I know what you're going to say. A one point five. I was actually going to give him a two. Ooh. Okay, yeah. So nice. point five higher than you thought. Good. You okay. undershot it. I did God. undershoot it. Okay. Fair enough. What do you I, think? I would give it like a 2.7 or a 2.8. 2.7, so that is 4.7. No? It's yeah, 4. just 7. barely above average is the way I would say. Just slightly above average. I mean, it's pretty much average. I said didn't hate it, didn't love it. But there were enough really good moments to push it over the edge to outdo the laughable cringe auto-tune moaning into the microphone moments in my opinion. But... Me being the pessimist that I am, let me point out that even though it was average and mostly inoffensive, it's still our lowest ranked album. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And again, we haven't really done many albums that have usually we haven't been done, panned. Yeah, but... we usually... Been, we, this is why I was a little excited to do MGK because so what we, got we haven't the... really got to fully critique yet. We got a 4.7, is that what it 4. is? 4.7. 4.7 blood smoothies out of 10. I mean, it wasn't terrible... We were pleasantly surprised. It was a good mix of pleasantly surprised and what you see is what you get, I would say. Music. At some points. Music. The other points, I don't know, but yes, it was an album. It was an album that had songs on it. It's the best best way I can describe it. Nothing memorable. Nothing overly offensive. Which, to be honest, I was expecting a lot of overly offensive from this album before I listened to it. So a good surprise there. But yeah, it was MGK's mainstream sellout. Yet another episode of Connoisseurs on the Record. A little more, exploring a little more than we have in the past into not just the critically acclaimed, but also the ones that are a little more dodgy. And I'm going to be honest, I enjoyed talking about it. Same. It's good to be able to critique a little bit and have a little bit of pushback whenever we give some opinions, you know? Yep. It's uh, good. And tune in next week for our Corey Feldman Marathon. We will be reviewing every song <laughs> ever re- produced and sung by Corey Feldman. So, oh, continuing with this God. Trend. That would have to be a charity stream or something. I don't know. Yeah. That, you, give back you, to the you people really who sit through that give, with us. You'd have to give me an incentive to sit through that. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching, whatever you may be doing. Thank you for being you and for being cool. Shout out Shirley again. Shirley is a goat. She's stay with us for the first two live streams through the hiccups and everything. We love you, Shirley. You, you know are our number right. one supporter. You're our number one supporter of this podcast. I know that's right. And again, I'm going to shout out Shirley's POV podcast because you should listen to it um, if you're in college, male or female, doesn't matter. It's great stuff. Or if you got college experience, if you've been about that life in the past. Yeah, hell yeah, says Shirley. <laughs> sure is, it's hell yeah. yeah. All right. Connoisseurs on the record. We will catch y'all next time.